talk about everything that happened yesterday, and we talk about everything scheduled for today, and we look ahead to tomorrow. That is what we've got lined up for you this morning here on a uh, on a Friday morning from uh, from ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's good morning. How are you? Did you uh, did you hang in there and watch that thrilling Cowboy game to its total conclusion? I did. Boy, it's, it wasn't it great to see Tony Pollard get twenty five carries. No. Okay, seven. Yuck. Yeah. And after I don't the get fir- it. after the first carry, Ezekiel Elliott's limping around. First carry. Yeah, first I, carry. I take his helmet away. I know he's a competitor. I know him being out there they have to prepare for, but I mean I, I want that guy healthy down the stretch. If you're gonna make a run at this thing, you you need him and you need him carrying the ball more than five or six times a game. And maybe these ten days do it. Maybe that you know they maybe so, but they get through it, and now what do they got? Ten days before they play Washington. Mm-hmm. So uh, the uh, the only real scare, I guess, left on the schedule is Arizona. I mean, you've got two with Washington. You got the Giants. You got the Eagles. Washington's playing good right I now. I know they are. I know they are. But heck, if you're going to win your division, you got to beat the people in your well, division. I, I know. I you're right. You're exactly right. But. The way this offense is being called, I don't have a lot of faith in it. Boy, I tell you what, uh, when when Troy Aikman is calling out the OC, you know there's a problem. Well, there is. It doesn't take a genius to figure that out. Well, I, you know. Hang on a second. <laughs> they haven't figured it out internally there. Well, I know. But, Run the dang ball. Yeah, but from – and, again, maybe I'm just – old school and old man and get off my lawn kid but you know i i still i mean if you're if you're gonna be up and you're trying to close the game out why in the hell are you throwing the football that's a great question that is a great it's not about you you know early in the game you can say okay they were only getting a yard they were getting two they were losing a yard it it, first of all keep leaning on first of all i i don't care keep running the football but with that said at the end of the game, when you're trying to close out the game, it's not about yardage. It's about tick, 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 tick. You want that clock running. Mm-hmm. That one possession that they had, they ran for five yards on first down and immediately threw two incompletions, and the, and the drive took, what, 105? Yeah, exactly. And you got five on first down with a, with a banged-up Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. You still got five yards. And you say – I, what I don't understand is why are you not running Pollard more? Why, why does he not get 15 or 20 carries? I, because you abandoned the run. and you, you just abandoned it. He went for 58 on a toss around the left end. It's a great run. <laughs> Hit another gear. Oh, he put he planted some some dude in the, in the carpet. I mean, there's some dude still swiping at air trying to trying to get a hand on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, how many times did you see him run the football? Three or four? Maybe three or four. I mean, he only had seven total. Seven total carries in the football game because there was an instant success, so the offensive coordinator went away from it. Immediately went away from it. Yeah, I don't get it. And, I, I really and I'm sure there's going to be talk about, well, they play the run. They're the, you know, number two team. And then I don't, I don't care. care. I don't care. Run the football. And I, I still don't see how he is a top candidate for a head job with the way that he's taking a step back, in my opinion. But 
That's a passing league award, and then <laughs> you may, I guess it is. I mean, but boy, howdy! I always thought it was about winning games, but yeah, me too. So, but I guess you have to have style points. I don't know. Anyway, we'll talk about that today. Uh, Kyle Yeomans from the Cowboys would join us as well. Uh, congratulations to Live Oak. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, at 12 noon yesterday at Waco ISD Stadium, there was a heck of a crowd. Heck of a crowd uh, from Marble Falls and from Waco. Mm-hmm. It, it was neat to see. It was neat to see. I, I sat on the uh, uh, on the porch, you know, the the upper deck porch thing where the uh, offices are. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the dressing rooms and all that stuff. I just sat there, hung out by myself, and, and watched the football game. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Live Oak played well. Got behind early. And I was, you know, and I hadn't seen Live Oak play this year, and they got down 12 to nothing. I'm like, uh-oh. But I, then you start looking at their bench area. There was no panic. There was nothing. I mean, they – and then they just kind of went about their business, built a nice lead. And then, uh, as you might suspect, Faith made a, made a run at the end. And it was a heck of a game, 46-41. So, Coach Helton and his bunch win the state, win the state title. And he's going to be on with Matt Mosley this afternoon uh, in our afternoon show. Nice. So good stuff there. But, uh, yeah. So, congratulations to Live Oak. I think that was the first of three games yesterday mm-hmm. uh, in, in TAP six-man. And then today they've got, uh, I think, three more and then three more, three on, more Saturday. on Saturday. Yeah. So, good stuff. If you're looking for high school football. State championship games. And it, they're all state state cha- championship games at the TAPS division. So, there you go. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll also dive into uh, into some high school football UIL style is Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine will join us. We'll talk about all the uh, Central Texas teams that are still in action. And uh, we'll do that. Regional championship round. This gets you to the semis. Mm-hmm. Win tonight or today or tomorrow, whenever you play, or Thursday, and you get to the semis. I mean, it's AT&T is, is – you can see it. You can see the parking lot if you're a high school footballer and still playing you still got you still got a ways to go you got you know two wins to get there but man oh man when when the when the tournament started with 16 uh, six weeks ahead of you and now you're into that fourth week you're starting to see uh the light at the end of the tunnel down to 51 games how about that how about that it's so, amazing yeah it is i mean it is winding down so uh we'll, we'll talk to greg tepper about that uh on the program and Speaking of AT&T, that will be the locale for tomorrow's Big 12 championship game between the Bears and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dive into that one with uh, Ricky Thompson. And Ricky from the uh, Baylor radio team, he'll be with us around 745 this morning. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that matchup, look ahead to, uh, to tomorrow's game, and Get his thoughts on on that football game, and it's all brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. So look forward to uh, to that. So we we got a fun one today, uh, and, and just you know get, getting excited and getting ready for for uh, football this weekend. There's also basketball at the Ferrell Center, mm-hmm. doubleheader on Saturday, men's and women's, uh, and there's volleyball going on right now. Uh, NCAA volleyball tournament is underway, and uh, and Early rounds are on, on campus, and Baylor won last night at the Ferrell Center. We'll talk about that coming up. So, 
I mean, it's just uh, it, it, this is a fun time of year. If you're a sports fan, this is a fun time of the year. Is the strikes? I mean, that's the uh, work stoppage still going on. Yes, it is. Okay, day two, fans held hostage. It's gonna it's gonna be a while. You think? Yeah, unfortunately. Well, there's no urgency right now, is there? No. No, it doesn't seem like it. No urgency whatsoever to get a uh, – Owners just locked the players out and said, okay. Players said, hey, the owners make a bazillion bucks and we want our fair share. Well, pony <laughs> up and buy you a team. I don't know. All right, 709, nine minutes after seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, let's see. Where are we going? Oh, we're going to talk about the Cowboys and the Saints. We'll do that – here in just a couple of minutes and uh, get Dak's thoughts on the football game. And here's what I'll say as we head to the break. There's no such thing as a bad win, but there's such a thing as an ugly win. And that one was ugly last night, in my opinion. I just, and I know deep, the defense, the, and that was a Saints offense that was just, they're decimated with injuries. They got a quarterback out there with a splint on his finger, and their best play is a wildcat quarterback run, and, you know, he throws four picks. And you would think if they throw four picks that you would destroy that team. But wasn't the case. No. Had a lot of three and outs last night. A lot of three and outs for the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I put that one on the offense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just I think it was an ugly offensive performance last night for the Cowboys, but good enough to win. And at the end Sometimes of the day, you got to do that. That's right. At the end of and you know they're going to say, hey, we we were without our head coach. We had COVID. We had you know a lot of guys missing. We had offensive line coaches and strength coaches, and we had a couple of players missing. And we got a you know suspension. I, yeah, I get it. I get it. But and at the end of the day, you got to win. And at the end of the day, you get ten days off before you play Washington. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe we're making – but, again, I, they were not polished by any stretch of the imagination last night. No. Not they, at all. They didn't look like it. I no. mean, Dak made some great throws. He also made some bad throws. Ooh, did he ever. Um, you know, but, again, I, I just can't figure out the play calling. Sorry. I keep going back to that. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're all scratching our head on that one. I mean, you know, if – there was just no balance to it. And, and even when you're not effective on in, in an area, you you can't abandon it. You just can't. And he does. That's his MO. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I felt sorry for Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's the defensive coordinator acting as the head coach. Does he go down there and, and fuss at him and say, hey, th throw, you know, run the football? If and I'm then, the defensive coordinator, yes. Because you're putting a strain on your defense with a minute three drives. And then next week, he's back to being, you know, just a, a co-worker. <laughs> this week, he's the boss. Next week, he's a co-worker. It's a, it's a, that, way, that was a little weird, you know, dynamic, but that's what COVID does. Yeah, but even if I'm the defensive coordinator, I knock on his door and go, what are we doing? Why, you know, we can't be out there for 70 snaps a game on defense. We just can't. That's, that's not how you win football games. All right, seven twelve. If you got a thought on anything that's going on, maybe you want to make a prediction on uh, on the uh, championship games coming up tomorrow. There's a bunch of them.
tomorrow. Uh, you can certainly dive in. We'd love to hear from you. Our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Cowboys. Big one, huh? big one in Belton tomorrow, too. That Oh, UMHB. Uh, yeah. So you're in the quarterfinal round. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Quarterfinals, Linfield in town. Yes. And this is a good football team coming to uh, to Belton. No doubt. It's a very good football team. And, you know, UMHB has some history with them. They've played them in the playoffs several times. They played them in the regular season uh, in Belton before as well. So uh, this is no stranger to uh, the Crusaders. Also, this is a team that, you know, just beat St. John's. And that has something to say about how good they're playing right now. Watching them on film, this is a very, very good football team. UMHB is going to have to bring their – their A game tomorrow. 11.30 for the pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. Mm-hmm. 12 noon for the kick. And uh, then following week, you got semifinal. And the championship is, is in Canton, Ohio, right? Yes, it is. How cool would that be? That would be outstanding. That would be great for them to play it in a parking lot anywhere. but get to play at the Pro Football Hall of Fame Stadium. Um, I You know, that's – that's amazing to have that opportunity for, for any football player. I hope the kids recognize. And, again, we're a long way from there, but I, I get mm-hmm. that. But, man, that's, you know, that's, in, that's within sight now, too, for, for the Crusaders. Absolutely. And, then you know, that's been part of their mantra even going back to the spring. You know, their, their motto is win 20 and 21. And with the five games in the spring and the schedule this year, if they win 20, well, they're national champions. How about that? So, there you go. All right, 14 after 7, we'll uh, dive into the Cowboys and Saints a little deeper. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, time to check the weather forecast this morning. Our weather is brought to you by our good friends at Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925. They're at 6101 Bosque Boulevard. Check them out at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Once the fog burns off, we'll see just a lot of clouds throughout the day today. Maybe a few peaks of sunshine, but still more clouds than anything. 76 degrees, the high temperature. Partly cloudy tonight, 61 and a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 20% chance of a shower and 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. High school playoff football this Friday night as the West Trojans take on Mount Vernon. Our pregame show at 6.30 on Shooter 92.9 FM. Crawford takes on Marlin with the pregame at 6.30 on Star 104.9 FM. And the Mark Panthers play Chilton with the pregame show at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss high school playoff football this Friday night at 6.30 from ESPN Central Texas. Unjunk your sleep at Mattress Firm Cyber Week sale and wake up a better you. Shop in-store or online and save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase up to a $4.99 value. 
or save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America. And you can shop with confidence thanks to our low price guarantee. Unjunk your sleep only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. See details at mattressfirm.com. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Seven eighteen. Welcome back in. This is game time. Glad to have you with us on a football Friday. We are at the uh, what the third day of December. How about that? Third day of December for twenty twenty one, and short sleeves and shorts today. <laughs> it's just crazy. And, and I'm telling you, Ward. It's not just yesterday or a couple of days ago. It was like seventy eight, seventy nine. Yesterday, same thing. I think we're going to be close today. It's just a week or so of just unseasonably warm weather boo <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like uh spring i don't know what's how's the song go uh, anyway uh from our cnc collision center text line we'll get into some cowboy talk here in just a second but uh, do want to pass these along uh from the 903 it says not a prediction but all i want for christmas is for iowa to beat michigan does iowa beat michigan boy i tell you i, I don't think so I, I, you know, and again, they I, I, look, they all start zero, zero. We know how that goes, but uh, I, I don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, here's another one from the uh, two, five, four. Uh, remember Kellen Moore played at Boise state where they threw the ball all over the field. So he has that mentality. I get it. Totally get it. But he's coaching in the NFL and not at Boise. I, I agree with 10 minutes uh, with 10. I agree up 10 with five minutes left. Run the ball. Now, uh, on to a different subject. Now, Bears need a dominant play like they did in the second half of the Oklahoma game for four quarters and root for chaos the rest of the weekend. And let's see if CFP committee puts them in. Sick them. Uh, I'll just be honest with you. I, I don't think the committee – no way. Not with two losses. 
unfortunately. And I'll, I'll say this, even if even if it was all I, – I just don't see from the nine spot, Ward, that you could get – past five others to get into that top four I, I think man you're you that, that that's a lot to add especially when you have a Notre Dame sitting there not playing ahead of you uh you got Ohio State sitting there above you not playing and I know that you're playing and you're going to be the if you're going to be the top 10 team in Oklahoma State you're going to you know I get all that I just don't see moving that, that many pegs up the up the rung to to get into the top four no, and you know my feelings about a Big 12 team getting into the dance until till I see it. If it's not OU or Texas, until I see it, I'm, I won't believe it. I just, even if Oklahoma State somehow, you know, they, they win the Big 12 championship, I, I, I don't see them putting them in. Everybody seems to think that if Oklahoma State has two top ten victories in consecutive weeks – I hope they do. I I think they are deserving if they do that. But until I see it, I won't believe it. And, and look. It, <laughs> and again, I wouldn't have believed they ever put Cincinnati in, but I, I still think they're looking for an out on that. They're Houston Cougar fans, unbelievably big I, yeah, this week. I don't think there's any doubt they're Houston Cougar fans. But here here's the thing. And here's the weird deal about this whole deal. Uh, if you're just a Big 12 fan, you're rooting for Oklahoma State. Well, if you want to see if you want to see somebody in the college football playoffs from the Big Twelve, that's that's your only I'm, route. That's your only hope. Yeah, in my opinion. Now, around here, we don't care. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. I could care less. You know, we're we're, uh, we're headed to AT and T tomorrow, and we hope that we're talking about a Baylor victory. No doubt. I mean, you know what? The rest of the league, sorry. Sorry what you think. Sorry how you feel. No, it, you know, it's you know, you want Baylor to win to go in and win a Big Twelve championship. The team that plays on their radio station wears green and gold, and we are <laughs> wanting them to win the football game tomorrow and, and win the Big Twelve championship and, and go on and represent the league and wherever they place them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm guessing Sugar Bowl, right? Uh, so, but but I get the rest of the league. I mean, you understand that you, you know. First of all, we're never going to know until we know, if that makes sense. Right. The only way we're going to find out if somebody other than what you said, Oklahoma or Texas, uh, could get in is for somebody to put themselves in a position to, to get in. And they have, they have to do it. I mean, they have to prove it. I, right. I and, again, there's so I've many I've said questions. all along that there's, there's only been two teams that are going to get in as long as this committee's in charge of it, and, and those are the two. I, I don't care who else it is. They don't. They don't get an invitation. I, just, I not, don't see it. I can't argue with it because it hasn't happened. So, not, not going to argue with it, with that at all. I'm saying that the only way to to see what the committee would do is is if OU OSU wins. Right. I mean, and that's, then and then it's going to be up to them to prove us wrong. And then some people are going to have to exit the top four to put Oklahoma State in. I, I that's think the toughie. Well. One way or another, Cincinnati's going to get jumped. I still believe that. Still, to this day, I, I somebody is going to get in 
other than them. And that's why, and I don't know how we got to talking about this when we were talking about the Cowboys, but the, my hope is Cincinnati beats Houston. Only for that reason. I I don't want the committee to have a reason to take Cincinnati out. I want them I to be I still think they forced. find one. I, I want them to be – I want them to penalize a team that has won and went undefeated. That's sitting in that four spot right now. That's sitting in the playoff right now. Mm-hmm. I want them to pen- – and what would they be, 13-0? and 0? Yeah, 13-0. Yeah. and 0, And I want them to tell a 13-0 and 0 team that's in the playoff today that next week you're not good enough. Despite your win, you're not good enough. That's what I want that to come down to. And I want to see if they, if they do it. I mean, look – I think it would be a travesty if they do. Well, sure it would I'm be. Not, I'm not going to be shocked if they do. I, I'm not. Man, I don't know. It's they would, ha- and then I want to see what they do with Alabama. I, I want Alabama and Georgia to be close, and I want them to see, and I want Georgia to win. Let's, I'm just going to be. Ta- I'm putting it on the table. I want Georgia to beat Alabama seventeen fourteen, and Alabama will be in. I want to see what they do with Alabama, a two loss Alabama team in a seventeen fourteen football game, two losses, because you're going to have undefeateds and one losses sitting on the outside looking in. I want to see what they do with Alabama. Uh, I think they put them in, and I think Michigan. I think Michigan beats Iowa, and Michigan is, is in. Georgia mm-hmm. will be in with the win, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, and the other one, the other, the other one that has you scratching your head. What if? Who? Well, you, I think you know what happens. What if Alabama beats Georgia? Well, they're both in. Then they're both in. Yeah, that just eliminated somebody. Uh, any a team on the outside looking in, but. And then the other scenario is what if Georgia just beats the snot out of Alabama? 35-7. Ooh. Then Alabama may fall out at that point. So now you just got beat 35-7 to by Georgia. Mm-hmm. You got a loss to a Texas A&M team that has been okay this year. What are they, 8-4? Mm-hmm. and four? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> you can you leave Alabama in the top four if that happens? I don't. Yeah, I'd, you probably see them exit then. But then who's in? Great question. Yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, is Notre Dame in without a head coach? Without their head coach? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, this weekend's intriguing. It's intriguing. Uh, and again, from our chair. Sorry, I mean, I hope there's chaos there's only, everywhere else. But I, there's I, only one thing that matters from from our point of view, and that's win a Big Twelve championship. Absolutely, let the chips fall where they may. Absolutely, absolutely. To heck with all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if that other stuff happens, then it will be interesting to see how that rolls. So because oh, I, everybody I, seems to think that Oklahoma State with win over Oklahoma and a win over. Baylor, two top ten wins to finish the season, 12-1, and one, only losses on the road at Iowa State. Somehow they go and, and move into the I, – I think it's, it's, it's a good thought, and I, I would love to see it happen. I absolutely would. And maybe the committee has learned over the years and, and they'll, you know, open the door. But they haven't shown us yet, yet before, have they? So – until they show us, then I'll believe it. But if that does happen, good for them because that's probably what should happen. I yep. don't believe it. <laughs> Sitting here on Friday afternoon, I don't believe it. Sunday, you can call me and, and say, 
Told you that was going to happen. Told you, Ward. I had I, no doubt all along. I, I was 100% wrong. I, I don't mind eating my hat on that one. All right. Notre Dame brings more fans than Cincinnati. More fans equal more money. I still think Notre Dame Bingo. gets in over Cincinnati. I, there you go. Uh, wow. Who is that? That's the, from the 903. Genius. Jeff in Belton says 13-0 and with a win over Notre Dame. That's your argument for Cincinnati. I know, but it's not going to happen. How in the world do you put Notre Dame in over Cincinnati when Cincinnati defeated Notre Dame on the road? Here, here's their statement. The full body of work. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, that's, I mean, it's all about Sunday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. After after tomorrow, all right, uh, seven twenty eight. Let's let's get the let's let's get Dak in here and, and get his thoughts on the Cowboys and the Saints. Uh, as as the Cowboys win last night, and, and Dak Prescott talked about the victory. I mean, a win's a win. Uh, it means a lot. Uh, as you just said, the adversity we've, we've had, we faced um, coming off the, the last two weeks and then coming in this week and just being hit with the COVID, uh, losing, losing the head coach this week. And just, I mean, so many people stepped up. Credit to Dan Quinn, uh, the coordinators, uh, all the leaders on this team of, um, of, of doing what was necessary to be ready for this game and then just uh, through the ups in this, up and down in this game. Um, playing complimented football when we weren't doing our job on offense, defense, uh, we're creating turnovers. So, I mean, um, tough to come in a place like this and win, and we're able to do that. And he's not wrong. No, no, I'm no, on, no. On every aspect, he's exactly right. Have you ever been to a game there? A, a, yes. An NFL game? Yes. It is raucous, yeah, to say it, the least. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's I've, a great I've, atmosphere. It is. I've been there. Uh, and uh, they don't mess around. No. Uh, when they get their game face on, they get their game face yeah, it's, on. It's a tough – he's right. It's a tough place to play. It's tough to win an NFL game. I don't care what the situation is. And I'm not taking anything away from the win. Mm -hmm. I'm just scratching my head on why they refuse to run the football. I can't answer that. That's, that's the only question I have. Other than that, great game by the Cowboys. They overcame a lot of adversity. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they, they did what they had to do. They went into a hostile environment, and they came away with the W. And no matter how you do it, how ugly it is, or whatever the circumstances are, you at the end of the day, it goes on the left side of the column, and you keep moving on down the road and stacking them up. That's all you can do in this game. That's right. But, again, after the fact, I can still sit here from afar and go, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what in the world, why do you refuse to run the football? And I just, I don't get it. Look at the end of the at the end of the season, they're going to look over and they're going to count how many you got over on the left side of the ledger and how many you got on the right side of the ledger. And again, There's not a committee in Grapevine going, no. okay, that was ugly. No, that it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter. And it, that's, it's a that, win. That's the way the game should be played. Well, of course, you know, it's a win. It is an absolute win. Uh, but I'm like you. I'm when I'm when I'm watching Elliot limp around, and he was he was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, saw him limping several times. You're like, get him to the bench and let Pollard run the football some. I'm not saying you take Ezekiel Elliott and, and just look. If, but you've got to get Pollard more involved in the offense. He's, he just showed you with a 58-yard run last night what he's capable of doing, and he got seven carries. Seven. Yeah, and, I mean, look, Elliott hadn't rushed for 100 yards since week five. And so, I get, not even close. Not by even, the way, yeah, not even close. So it's been a while since he's been able to do that. And again, watching him last night, as you pointed out, 
he's just not comfortable out mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. sometimes you have to protect the player in spite of himself. Yeah. Now, and, again, I go back to what I said earlier. Sometimes having him just in the backfield makes them have to do some different things. But, I mean, look, they were setting up for the run anyway. doesn't matter. I mean, you, you've got to figure out a way to get that guy healthy if you're going to make a run at this thing and you legitimately think that you have a chance to go in and, and get to the championship game, never mind the Super Bowl, just get to the championship game. You're going to have to have him throughout the playoffs and have him play well. 13 carries, 45 yards, and one carry went for 10. So, basically, he had 12 for 35. That's – look, that's not him. Not That's not a healthy him. I'll, no. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. No. All right, uh, 732, we're going to talk a little high school football, and we'll get into that next. This is game day, by the way, for – several of the uh, Central Texas area high school football teams, and we'll dive into it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Auto Check Collision and Repair of West and Classic Towing supports the West Trojan football team in 2021. Auto Check Collision and Repair is located at 309 East Oak Street, and the staff has over 100 years of experience. Auto Check Collision and Repair is an ICAR Gold Class Certified Facility. What's that mean to you? Well, it means that everybody working on your vehicle has the most up-to-date training available. And don't forget about Classic Towing for all your towing needs. It's Auto Check Collision and Repair and Classic Towing of West. Give them a call at 254 826 It's the Baylor Bears and the Oklahoma State Cowboys in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship game this Saturday at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. And our coverage of Baylor football will begin at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll preview the game, have interviews, and a whole lot more. So join us this Saturday morning at 7 a.m. for Game Day Live, live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Clayton Construction supports the administration, faculty, staff, and student body of Crawford Independent School District. They encourage fans to support the Crawford student-athletes by attending the games and being vocal supporters of the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Next time you're considering a new metal building, a barn dominium, septic tank installation, or concrete rock or dirt work, contact Clayton Construction for a free estimate, 254-420-8485. Good luck, Crawford Pirates, in the state UIL football playoffs. Hobbs Body Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBodyFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Cowboys handed the Saints their fifth straight loss, 27-17, on Thursday night football. The Live Oak Falcons are the TAP's six-man Division II state champions. They beat Marble Falls Faith Academy 46-41 for the title. The UIL football postseason has reached the state quarterfinals, and several Central Texas teams are in action tonight. Lorena is in Bryan to take on Die Ball, while West tangles with Mount Vernon at the Star in Frisco. China Spring travels to Tom Ball to take on West Orange Stark at Tiger Field in Belton. Crawford goes up against Marlin, and Mart has a rematch with district rival Chilton at Midway's Panther Stadium. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 737, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And again, congratulations to uh, Live Oak, the Falcons winning uh, yesterday afternoon. And I'm telling you, it was toasty, Ward. It, uh, I got a little sunburn hanging out at the uh, <laughs> – I'm not kidding. It was hot. Uh, we were at Waco ISD Stadium yesterday uh, and, and watched Live Oak win over Marble Falls Faith Academy. 46-41 was the final, so uh, congratulations, Live Oak, uh, as they uh, win it in the attempts. Six-man Division Two, I believe, uh, championship there. All right, uh, here's what we have for you uh, coming up uh on our family of radio stations, we will, uh, we being me, uh, will be at Panther Stadium in Hewitt tonight. It's a 10 uh, a rematch for the regional championship. The uh, Chilton Pirates and the Mart Panthers, and our coverage will begin at 6.30 with the pregame 7 o'clock kick down in Belton. It is Crawford and Marlin. That's going to be a intriguing football game. Marlin is playing outstanding football right now, Ward, and and, you know, Crawford, uh, as you might suspect, when you're this deep into the thing, they've got some bumps and bruises and uh, played last week without their quarterback. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some other bumps and bruises. So this, this is going to be a heck of a football game, I think, between Crawford and Marlin. Yeah, and you saw Crawford last week uh, take some, some players uh, get knocked out of the game and somehow overcame that. Now how do they go a week later uh, and continue that? Are they going to be ready to play? Are they going to be – 
part-time players? Are they going to be out? I mean, you know, that's something that you mm-hmm. kind of hold close to your vest if you're a coaching staff and you try to make them plan for, you know, different scenarios against you. So uh, we don't know and we shouldn't know. But uh, how do they overcome those type of things and, and, and keep it going? And, you know, look, they're not the only team that's doing that this time of year. And so uh, good teams find a way, and I, I think Crawford finds a way to get it done tonight. West and Mount Vernon, a battle of two thirteen and O's. This this is going to be a fun one too. Boy, Mount Vernon is putting up some points, and they go fast, and and they don't they don't waste any time. Uh, I mean, it it is you know the if you remember Stephenville back in the nineties, how how Art Browns had that team, you know, snapping the ball, and they wanted to get a hundred snaps a ball game, and 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 be able to do that type of thing. What's well, it's the same type of offense. It's it's almost a mirror image of that, and. You know, the more snaps they can get in a game, the better off that they feel that they are going to be able to be. Uh, so, how do you combat that? How do you get some three and outs on a team like that and, and and limit the amount of touches they can have? And I think that that's what it comes down to for West tonight. You know, get get some three and outs, limit their touches, and, you know, on offense, you know, just methodically go down the field and be sure you when you get in the red zone that you put it in the end zone. China Spring, uh, well, uh, Brian Bell's going to take his team down to Tomball, and they're going to play a perennial playoff team in West Orange Star. I'm telling you, the the West region and then that region that China's in, that's crazy how good these football teams are. Well, you know, you expect West Orange Star to be there year in and year out. I mean, that's a program that has been able to do it for a long time and do it well. And so, yeah, I think – for, for this season, though, you saw West Orange Stark get knocked out early last year, which was a huge surprise to everybody, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. here they are back, you know, getting deeper into the playoffs. But I, I, I suspect in their route to where they're going tonight, they haven't played a team that's playing at as high a level as China Springs is right now. Lorena will take on die ball. Uh, Ray Biles and his bunch will be down at uh, uh, Viking Stadium in Bryan to, uh, to take on the uh, die ball group and – I, look, go back and look at the last three weeks well, just of Lorena what, football. Yeah, just look what Lorena's been able to do all season long since mm-hmm. those first two ball games, and, and being able to play up the level and 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 get some good competition and find out, you know, what what their warts are and find out, you know, what they need to work on. Well, they certainly did that, and they've moved on and, and played very well since then. And and what you're talking about is just look at the differential in scores that mm-hmm. they've had over the last three weeks. I mean, they're they're taking people out back and, and just say, hey, we're not going to mess around with you. We're just going to go ahead and yeah. and leave you sitting over here. The team that stops Lorena, I want to meet. I mean, <laughs> because that that's – if you could stop them, I want to meet you because that's that's the way they're going right now. Right. And literally, they are taking – as you pointed out, they're taking them behind the woodshed and and uh, and going to town. <laughs> they're, they're, they're that good. Right, right they're now. playing at a high, high level. Absolutely. And, and on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, putting up 55 points and, and hanging on. I mean, they're they're running away from people. Yep. Taking care of business. There's no question about it. And then in the state semifinals, it's the number one team in the state, May and Abbott. Not, you know, <laughs> look, this Terry Crawford's bunch is four quarters away from AT&T. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't care what the number is out beside the the opponent. You're four quarters away from AT&T. Uh, I promise you this will be a fun one. This will be a good one, and they're going to lay it on the line. Uh, and, heck, I look forward to this one uh, tonight, uh, Abbott and May. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to to watch them go out there. And you're right. I mean, you, you pull out all the stops. You, anything it takes, 
you get a couple of weeks to kind of sit back and and take it all in and get ready for the next one so everybody on deck and it, most of the time in six man it is that way anyway but mm-hmm. i mean there, there's nothing in your playbook that's not it, that's not going to be available to you at your disposal tonight if you're the Abbott Panthers. I said tonight it's actually uh, in Dublin tomorrow night at six Sorry. so uh I well I, yeah I, I'm just so used to Friday night football but no it's a 6 p.m kick uh tomorrow evening in Dublin so man it should be fun high school football and again uh, and the cool thing about 1a and, and then we got to get to the break is it, after they qualify their champions they get a week off uh, and then go play the state championship the following week. Uh, so uh, there you go. All right, uh, let's see. What do we got? It is 744. Ricky Thompson is going to be coming your way here in just a couple of minutes. want to get his thoughts on tomorrow's game. Also, the uh, Big 12 announced uh, end-of-season awards, the 2021 All-Big 12 Football Awards. I'm going to get into that. Uh, <laughs> I, I normally don't spend a whole lot of time on stuff like this, but – I am a little perplexed. Uh, Mike Gundy's the Big 12 Conference Coach of the Year. I would have thought Dave Aranda would have won that award simply from where he took his team to where it is today. I don't think anybody expected that. Uh, the Cowboys have been pretty good for a long time. Uh, and, and, again, I'm, I'm not, look, I know they got one loss, and that's it. And I get it. And there's, you know, I don't guess there's I, – I don't know. I just – and and that's and that's not home cooking either. I mean, I'm I'm just I just look. Did anybody anticipate Baylor being uh, on the football field tomorrow? No. Could you have potentially anticipated Oklahoma State being on the football field tomorrow? I mean, I know everybody was talking about Texas and Oklahoma, but yeah, look, I mean, that was an eight win team a year ago. You know, it was an eight win team, and the other group was a two win team. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, the, but look, I mean, you you look at Baylor and you look at Oklahoma State. They're picked seventh and eighth in the conference mm-hmm. coming in. I mean, they neither one of them had high expectations, and both of them overextended those, and good for them. So, absolutely. I mean, I I don't know. I I I I think Aranda probably has more merit for Big Twelve Coach of the Year, but you know, I don't get a vote. Nor do I, just those coaches. All right, 745, we'll get to Ricky in just a second, but right now I want to talk about Morrison's Gifts. Man, it is that time of the year. It is Christmas time, and and if you're like me, you're probably going, what in the world do I get her? She has everything, and if she doesn't has it, have it, she goes and buys it, and I don't know what to do. Uh, well, I tell you what you do. You go to Morrison's Gifts, and you, you talk to the fine folks there and go, hey, look, need help in this department what can we do what should i do and then i'll start asking you a bunch of questions next thing you know they got you in a certain section of the store going what do you think and we're talking about john hart leather goods we're talking about consuela bags and purses and and wallets and billfolds and those kind of things we're talking about candles we're talking about jewelry all kinds of things uh, at Morrison's Gifts. And, and stocking stuffers, man. They've got tons of stocking stuffers available at Morrison's Gifts as well. Uh, it's a Baylor alumni-owned business. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. They'll help you out with, uh, you know, part down now and, and right before Christmas, a little layaway program. You can finish it up right there. So go check them out. Uh, you're you're going you're gonna to really appreciate 
the uh, the way things are done over at Morrison's Gifts. Again, uh, Morrison's Gifts, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive. It's right next to Jason's Deli. I'm telling you guys, I've done it a million times. I'll do it again. It's a great place to go and uh, and, and get some help and buy on those gifts. Morrison's Gifts. And, uh, and then, of course, there's the free gift wrapping, and it's going to look perfect when you walk out of the store. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The now fifth ranked Bears back home in the Farrell Center Saturday evening hosting the Missouri Tigers. 6.30 for the countdown to tip off. 7 p.m. tip off Saturday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Cowboys handed the Saints their fifth straight loss, 27-17, on Thursday night football. The Live Oak Falcons are the Taps' six-man Division II state champions. They beat Marble Falls Faith Academy 46-41 for the title. 
The UIL football postseason has reached the state quarterfinals and several Central Texas teams are in action tonight. Lorena is in Bryan to take on Die Ball, while West tangles with Mount Vernon at the Star in Frisco. China Spring travels to Tomball to take on West Orange Stark at Tiger Field in Belton. Crawford goes up against Marlin, and Mart has a rematch with district rival Chilton at Midway's Panther Stadium. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Hail to the Redskins. Hail, victory. All right, 7.51, welcome back in, and it is time to visit with Ricky Thompson from Alliance Bank Central Texas and from the Baylor Radio Network. Ricky, good morning. How are you, my friend? Good morning, guys. Uh, looking forward to a good weekend. Absolutely. By the way, uh, your Washington team is playing pretty well right now, aren't they? Yeah, you know what? They really are. <laughs> They've uh, put themselves in a position. they still got two with the Cowboys, and if they can take care of those, they, these guys have a shot at the playoffs, and I wouldn't have said much about that three or four weeks ago. All right, Rick, let's uh... – it, it, when when you were in your car driving down to San Marcos uh, back at the start of the season, late August, did you ever anticipate or ever think that you'd be finishing this thing up at AT&T Stadium? Well, I was about to cut you off because I knew where you were going. I was going to go ahead and say no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely not. I think uh, personally I would have been thrilled to death with 7-5, and five, get these guys in a bowl game, back on the right track. I think anybody that's realistic would have said that same thing. But uh, these players and coaches thought something different, obviously. And, and, and that's where I was going. What about the – not only the players and the co- – but it was, it, was, it was a combination. I mean, everybody had to buy in to get this thing to where it is today. Absolutely. And I – you know what? We, we've talked before, and I've been on a lot of different teams. 74 at Baylor, probably not the most talented team in the conference that year, but didn't matter. We won it. Uh, a couple of years ago, 11-1 and one here, win the championship game uh, again this year. I just think these guys love each other. They like to play together. They're a team. They've got a ton of respect for Dave Aranda and the rest of that staff, and I think the staff has handled this very, very well. I just, man, this is uh, just exceptional all the way around, a team effort, and it looks like we're one of the few in the country that's going to have the same coach next year as we did this year. (laughs) Ricky, most improved position for the Bears this year? Uh, Offensive line. I think there's no question. We couldn't run the ball uh, against Midway High School last year. It just it wasn't there. But I tell you what, these guys are good. They they play well. This wide zone fits their abilities. Uh, they play really hard. And I think that's evidenced by the rushing game this year, particularly the difference from last year to this year in the running game. So uh, that would be my pick, guys. All right, look into your crystal ball. Is uh, is who, who's going to play quarterback tomorrow? Uh, my crystal ball says Blake Shapen. I just think that that hamstring, and I I would guess they'll probably have to tie him in a chair to keep him from playing. But I just don't think Gary will be a hundred percent. 
and with that, the problem with the hamstring is you, it's hard to tell when it's well, and you go out there and feel fine, but when you have to make a move that you don't anticipate, uh, then you're really going to find out if it's well, and that would be a little scary, but I think Gary's going to be on the sideline. I think if something were to happen to Shapen, I think he goes in, and who knows, he may start. I don't know, but that's just my guess, my opinion. Does it change the way the offensive staff calls the game, in your opinion? Uh, probably a little. I think it does. Uh, Shapen will sit back there, as we've seen. He'll sit in the pocket with his feet still and wait and wait for a receiver to come open. That's a good thing. Uh, I think that a couple of times last week, maybe more than that, maybe he should have pulled it on the zone read. I think it was there. I think he might still be running if he would have done that. So I think you may see more of that. Uh, I know they don't get him hurt with the quarterback position being the way it is injury-wise, but I think to be successful, we've got to do two things with Shapen. This Oklahoma State team is going to try to stop the run, and they're pretty darn good at it. They're going to press outside, man up. I think we've got to go over the top two or three times early, whether it's complete or not. And I think Blake's got to pull the ball and run. And you do those two things, put that in the defense's mind that you're going to do that, it changes the way they play those front seven. What does the defense have to do tomorrow to slow down that offense of Oklahoma State? Is it – pack the box and, and make sure they can't run the ball first and then uh, go from there? Or do you just have to go and, and try to make them do something they're not comfortable doing? You know what? I thought the defense played pretty well last time we played them, and that was without uh, number two. Uh, Terrell Bernard did not play. Uh, I think you do much of the same. Award, they disguised coverages. I thought they were very good at that. They would have a man look, end up in zone vice versa zone, flip back to man. Uh, I think that confused Sanders. He threw three interceptions. And then, of course, Warren was over 100 yards running the ball, so we've got to play tough in there. Hopefully Terrell makes the difference inside on that. But I think primarily you've got to control Warren and Spencer Sanders, uh, and I think they're capable of doing that. All right, uh, Ricky, with all that said – Who's the Big 12 champion at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon? You know what? I, I think the Baylor Bears win this game. I just think they've had a great week. I do know that. And I can promise you the attitude out there is very positive. And these guys and coaches think they're going to win this game. And I'm not going to bet against them. Rick, as always, it is a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow, by the way, uh, bright and early, uh, when you come over and break it down for us. Uh, over at 1010 Collins Street. So look forward to that tomorrow. Yeah, isn't this going to be fun? There's going to be a great Baylor crowd. There'll be a big Oklahoma State crowd. Uh, guys, I bet you're looking at 75000 for this game. Holy just, moly. Man, I can't wait. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Rick, appreciate it as always. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That is Ricky Thompson from Alliance Bank Central Texas and also from the Baylor Radio Network. And, uh, yeah, our, our pregame tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., and at some point, Ricky and J.J. will be over there at 1010 Collins Street, right across from AT&T Stadium, and they're going to preview the game for us, so it should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, 7.58, and it is time for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morse. 
This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball moves on in the NCAA tournament. And Baylor Football plays for the Big 12 Championship tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want the latest in Baylor Nike gear for the new season? Check it out at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. The fifth-seeded Baylor volleyball team opened play in the NCAA tournament last night in the Farrell Center with a 3-0 sweep of Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Now moving into the second round tonight, Baylor will match up against Washington State. That is tonight, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center, the broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. There is a men's-women's basketball doubleheader in the Farrell Center tomorrow with a great deal for fans Free admission to come see the fifth-ranked Baylor men take on Arkansas Pine Bluff at 4. Then that ticket gets you into the women's game at 7 against Missouri, part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. The men's game to be broadcast on 104.9 FM. The women right here on ESPN Central Texas, both televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And Baylor football, number nine in the nation, takes on number five Oklahoma State tomorrow in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. The Bears lost to the Cowboys in week five in Stillwater, 24-14. A real learning experience, says senior receiver Drew Estrada. Absolutely. Um, you know, you always learn a lot from losses and, and kind of figure out what kind of team you are after a loss and how you're going to rebound. And I think from there on out, we kind of, you know, strapped it down. I think what we learned from that is that our week of preparation is most important um, leading up to the game. I don't think we necessarily had the best week of, of practice that week. And from there on out, we kind of, you know, focus and realize, you know, every day you kind of have to earn, earn the right to play well on Saturday. And so coming in, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are the, the really important days to put in work um, to be ready for the game. You're not going to be able to just show up on Saturday and, and get it done. Drew Estrada and the Bears taking on Oklahoma State tomorrow morning in Arlington. Our broadcast begins at 7 a.m. with game day live, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, then an 11 a.m. kickoff here on ESPN Central Texas, television tomorrow on ABC. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from Arlington and have more Monday. I'm John Morris.
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Let's kick it. And, and they did kick it. Last night we got our playoffs off and running, and we are joined by Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Greg, uh, last night we got things rolling, and wow, what a ball game. And Shiner, uh, Shiner dismantles Refurio uh, in the ball game last night. Yeah, and it was pretty shocking. I mean, uh, that is that was a, a game that I think we'd all been looking for all season long. They had been number one and number two in two A Division one all year long. They know each other exceptionally well. Uh, you know, they are two programs that have been absolutely dominant this year. I mean, just just clobbering everyone in their path, both teams, and then. So you never really know what happens whenever you have those two dominant forces meeting on the field. And what happened was that Shiner just bully-balled, uh, you know, uh, uh, Refurio. It was it was shocking. I mean, to watch that game, the the running game for Shiner was incredibly impressive uh, between Dalton Brooks and Doug Brooks. They were able to break a couple of really long runs, and 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 they were. It was very clear that they were the two best players on the field. Uh, that became apparent pretty pretty early. Refurio got behind, and I think they started kind of pressing. I think they tried to. Score, I think they got down like they got down like fourteen. They tried to start doing that thing where they start start try to score fourteen points at once. Um, and suddenly, the, like the snowball effect happened. And and for all we're going to talk about, Doug Brooks and Dalton Brooks and as good as they have been, um, you know, as good as they were last night. Uh, offensively, we need to talk about the Shiner defense, which took on the highest scoring offense in Texas high school football. I'm not talking about 2A. I'm talking about at any level. They were at, Rivera was averaging 62 points a game, and functionally, they held them to seven. They gave up a, a, a garbage time touchdown with about a minute left in the game to make it 55-14. But to hold them to seven points and to snuff out that offense was... Uh, it was impressive, and and Shiner sent a salvo to the rest of the two A Division One world that said, "We are the team to beat. We are still the champs, and it goes through us." It was it was a it was a masterful uh, performance from Shiner last night. As far as up to this week, what's the biggest surprise to Greg Tepper in Texas high school playoffs? Yeah, I think that I think that the biggest surprise would probably be some of the teams that aren't here and some of the carnage that we saw last week. Uh, you know, we said we last Friday we had 
six state champions go down in the same day, which is oh. I, 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 I really I've been trying to look it up. I'm fairly certain that's never happened in Texas high school football. And it's not just that we had some state champions going out. We, we, we had seen that Canadian was a little bit wounded this year. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a huge surprise that 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 Brock beat Jim Ned. Uh, you know, a few others uh, that, that weren't necessarily huge surprises. But teams like Alito and Carthage going down at the same time, the same day, is, is, is per- pretty surprising. That's surprising. As far as the teams that are still left that, that would categor- that I would categorize as surprises, uh, I would look at a team like Tomball. Tomball was a team that was in fourth place in their own district. They had to win their final regular season game just to qualify for the playoffs, and now they're 48 minutes away from a state semifinal. Uh, they have turned on the Jets. That's a team that's, that's certainly surprising. And then maybe from a big-picture perspective, it might be a team like Little Cypress-Mauriceville. Little Cypress-Mauriceville went 1-7 last year. They, uh, they hired new coach Eric Peavy, who led Beaumont Westbrook to a state championship game back in 2018. Uh, and he has done a remarkable job turning them around. We had them in – if you go check Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the summer magazine, we had them picked last in their district. And now they are in the – they're in the regional finals with uh, basically a coin flip type game against Tyler Chapel Hill tonight. So, yeah, there are definitely some some teams we saw coming. I don't think anybody's necessarily surprised that Austin Westlake's here. But at the same time, there are a lot of other teams, a few other teams here that that are definitely qualified party crashers. All right, this weekend, DeSoto's going to take on a team from the group of five, Duncanville. I mean, <laughs> good gracious. And I know it's a district it's a di- district rematch, but does DeSoto have any chance to get past Duncanville? Uh, they have some, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, this is a – this is uh, as you mentioned, this is a rematch. It's a rematch of a game that, that Duncanville won 42-21 in district play, but but let's also remember that Duncan DeSoto was up in this game at one point. I believe they went up fourteen nothing to start the game before uh, Duncanville did that Duncanville thing and turn it on. Um, I think for I think DeSoto has improved. The question is how much have they improved? Um, you know, the, this Duncanville team looks like they've really turned it on, and and the the defense has been suffocating. That's really the the challenge for DeSoto. Uh, the offense has been pretty good. It's going to need to be the best it's ever been to get past this Duncanville Duncanville defense, which is hitting on all cylinders right now. That is that is the real challenge for Minnesota. Uh, do they have a shot? Sure. You know this is the, this Texas high school football playoffs. Anything can happen. Uh, I would certainly categorize them as underdogs uh, tonight, but uh, but they have thrived in an underdog mentality, and so maybe Claude Mathis can get those boys, uh, you know, to uh, over the finish line. But it certainly feels like an uphill climb tonight. How good could the matchup between College Station and Denton Ryan be at McLean Stadium coming up? Yeah, a, a showcase matchup. I, I think maybe, you know, depending on, on what you th- I mean, all these games are really good, but you could certainly make an argument that this is the best game of the week. Uh, number one versus number two in 5A Division One, um, and two teams that, you know, for different reasons have looked very much the part of a state championship uh, contender. You know, Ryan is the defending state champs. They're the team that, uh, that you know, they had that one loss early in the year to Denton Geyer in overtime. Their defense has been excellent all year long, arguably better than it was last year, which is certainly saying something. Led by linebacker Anthony Hill, they did get pushed last week. They got they got challenged, and 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 and, and um, you know, it, they frankly they got a little bit, you know, maybe maybe Longview found a way to expose this Ryan defense a little bit last week. Uh, but in any case, they their offense has started turning on. 
they're going to need to play their best game of the year against what looks like maybe the most well-rounded team in 5A Division One. College Station has been exceptional. College Station maybe has the hottest player in the state right now, and their running back, Marquise Collins, he's been unbelievable in the playoffs. I mean, absolutely rolling what he did two weeks ago to Frisco Lone Star and then what he did last week against Frisco Wakeland. Uh, super impressive. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a, this is a fantastic game, and, and one of those games that, um, I think is a good opportunity if you've got a if you've got a family member or a friend who doesn't understand Texas high school football they don't get it uh, get them out to McLean Stadium there'll be a really good crowd tonight there'll be uh, there'll be a, a fun atmosphere there'll be uh, you know there'll be big time prospects on the field there'll be great play there are two great coaches two really good special team squads I mean this is this is Texas high school football at its very best in Ryan and College Station. And it's, it's an easy sell job for anybody who's skeptical about high school football. Greg, here in Central Texas, we've got uh, eight teams that are still playing. That Granted, four of them are playing each other tonight uh, with mm-hmm. Crawford and Marlin and, and Chilton and Mart. But out of that eight, how many get to the semis? Yeah, you know, there, I think that Central Texas has an opportunity to be really, really well, uh, you know, really well represented in, in, in the semifinals and maybe in the state championships. I mean, obviously, I think you look at a team like Mart, Taking on district rival Chilton tonight. Chilton's been a really impressive. I think it speaks to the to the strength of that district that they were able to get all four of their teams into the regional semifinals. Uh, Mart, I think, is head and shoulders better than anybody any other team in region three at least. And and you know we'll certainly see how they match up against teams from other regions, but they certainly look the part of the team to beat there. Uh, they have been great. You know, Crawford's very quietly flying under the radar, a team that I think has an opportunity to make some 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 uh, some really uh, a deep run all the way to AT&T, thanks in large part to that defense. I think that that is really the calling card for that program, and they look the part this year, although they're taking on Marlin the, uh, tonight. And, and Marlin is a really intriguing squad. Marlin, at the 2A level, they've got some of the most impressive dudes that you're going to see. I mean, they've got straight up, uh, playmakers out there, you know, guys like Darian Gallet, and, and I mean they they've got guys on their roster that plain and simple most two A teams don't have, and, and that is that's what's really impressive. You know, overall, I would just I would look at the Central Texas area. You know, West has got a big game uh, uh, against unbeaten Mount Vernon tonight, a match of unbeaten's. I think West is a great shot to to get through, but it's going to be certainly a challenge against an explosive Mount Vernon team. Uh, I think that I think that I think Central Texas has an opportunity to be really well represented. And and I think that uh, I think that that speaks to the depth of talent that, that's down there. And I think what's what's really uh, the depth of quality squads in this part of the state. It's just it's been a really nice year in Central Texas, and I think this is indicative of that. Stephenville finally got over the hump, beat Argyle last week. This week they get Melissa. How do you see this team being able to move on? Yeah, um, it's going to be tough. I mean, look, you beat you beat the defending state champs, and that is obviously something worth celebrating. Uh, but it is it is you don't celebrate for long because you've got another one coming down the pike, and Melissa and Melissa is Melissa's a liquid magma hot right now. Okay, they lost their first two games of the year. One of them to uh, you know one of them to I believe is Salina who is still uh, playing right now, uh, and then they've rattled off eleven straight, and they have looked. Dominant. I mean, their defense has been exceptional, including that win they had in district play, or uh, yeah, in district play against Argyle. This was a this is a ruthless defense. They've been impressive, and and their quarterback Sam Fennigan has been very good as well. Uh, you know, Stephenville last week against Argyle, I was very impressed with just their their metal. I was very impressed with the way that they were able to 
finish. Uh, this was a, a team, a game that came down to the wire. It came down, uh, you know, to um, basically you had to score late and then get a stop. And that's kind of how you have to beat state champions. They were able to do that. Now they've got to do it again. I actually see this game being a lot like Stephenville and Argyle. Uh, for, for all we talk about the great quarterback play, Ryder Lambert for Stephenville, Sam Fennigan for, for Melissa, all the playmakers on the field, I actually think that the defenses are the real st- stars of the show here. And I think that I think I could see this uh, looking a lot like Stephenville Argyle, a low-scoring slugfest that's tight into the fourth quarter, going to come down to the last few possessions. Uh, these two teams look really evenly matched, and I think it has an opportunity to be a great, great ball game. Hey, Greg, Valley uh, Sports Southwest moving to tomorrow night, is that right? Yeah, uh, High School School Board Live is now on Saturday night uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, so we will be uh, we will see you on Saturday night, uh, 11 o'clock. It'll be myself, Rick Renner, and Craig Way uh, with two hours of high school football uh, highlights from around the state. Uh, and, yeah, so we'll have you covered uh, Saturday night. I get a lot of text messages on Friday night. Hey, where are you? Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 my TV's on and you're not on it. And normally that's a blessing. But in this one very particular instance, people are upset that I'm not on their television. Saturday night, everybody, 11 o'clock, we'll be there. There you go. What, what, hey, what, what can we uh, grab off of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine right now? Boy, uh, a ton of stuff. We, in fact, the thing that I'll probably point you to is uh, Matt Stepp, our Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider, has uh, our mock realignments up. So realignment is kind really? of you – know, high school football never sleeps, guys. Uh, uh, February, uh, the districts get redrawn. Uh, and so he's got his mock realignment. So if you want to see where your team is, uh, where we think your team is going to be slated to go based on the enrollment numbers that we have and based how, based on the, the things that we're hearing, uh, textualball.com, we've got mock realignments for every, uh, every classification. So you can try to, try to guess where, what, what district games are going to be in next year. Perfect. Hey, Greg, as always, it is a pleasure. We appreciate your time today. All right. Take care, boys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. What it just I'm I'm ready to go play right now. It's eight seventeen. Let's 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 do it now. Let's don't wait till seven tonight. He's fun to listen to. He is. I'm telling you, man. He's 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 got the information. All right, uh, seventeen after eight. We are going to talk a second here about Pioneer Steel and Pipe, the Emory family, and man, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Stop and think about that. One family taking care of other families in Central Texas since 1943. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. They offer the best in customer uh, custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron. Uh, they've also got uh, uh, structural pipe that carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. They also have uh, square tubing, one half inch to six inches for those weekend projects. Uh, you may be a little late to get your deer stand done, but maybe you need to tweak it a little bit. Uh, you can certainly do that, or uh, or an or- ornamental iron job. You can do that as well. They have uh, American-made grade 60 rebar, three-eighth inch to three-quarter inch. Basically, they're your one-stop shop. For all your steel needs, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has two great locations. They've got uh, one down in Bryan and also here in Waco uh, at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, and again on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And uh, they deliver and they unload as well. And you can always check them out uh, 24 7 at pioneerboys.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Once the fog burns off, we'll see just a lot of clouds. 
throughout the day today. Maybe a few peaks of sunshine, but still more clouds than anything. 76 degrees, the high temperature. Partly cloudy tonight, 61 and a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 20% chance of a shower and 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Baylor men's basketball all season long. The Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Arkansas Pine Bluff. 3.30 for the countdown to tip off. 4 p.m. tip off Saturday for Baylor basketball on 104.9 FM. The home of the defending Big 12 and national champion Baylor Bears. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 821, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And again, coming up tomorrow, it will be championship Saturday. The Bears at Oklahoma State, one of many games that are going to be taking place. It actually starts tonight, I guess. Uh, well, I don't guess. I mean, it does. But I don't like the fact that they're playing a game tonight. But they are. It's Oregon and Utah uh, for the uh, Pac-12 championship. And, boy, there's just not much drama there. Is there war to Oregon and Utah? I mean, neither one no. of these teams – are going to factor into this thing. So, um, you know, have fun with that one. Baylor and Oklahoma State at 11 a.m. tomorrow. And that's on ABC, by the way, ABC. But more importantly, it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, then uh, later on in the day, you've got uh, a couple of 3 o'clock games in the SEC, Georgia and Alabama. Give me a winner. Georgia. Is it big or is it close? Two touchdowns. Is it really? Yes. See, I think I think this. I, I, man, I hope you're right. I I hope I hope they beat them by twenty one. But 
man, for some reason, I just think Alabama's going to play a little bit, and this thing's you, you know going to be one of those old SEC matchups. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll find out. So, uh, does Cincinnati, does Houston have a chance at Cincinnati? Yes. Do they really? I think so. Do they win at Cincinnati? Yes. Do they really? Yes. How about that? Ward Whites. He's got Georgia by 14 over Alabama. He's got Houston beating Cincinnati. He must know something that we don't. Uh, I'm going Bearcats, by the way. Okay. Uh, just yeah. I, I think Michigan annihilates Iowa. No, oh, no doubt. I, I, I do. I think they beat them handily. Uh, and then in the ACC, how about Wake and Pittsburgh? Does anybody care? They do. Oh, okay. Anybody <laughs> around here care? Probably not. No. I'm going Wake. Yeah, I think so. All right. Bears or Oklahoma State? Whew. Boy. Here's what I'll say. I like Baylor's offense better than I like Oklahoma State's offense. Okay. I do. I, I think Baylor can run the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just like their offense better than I like Oklahoma State's offense. I, and I'm a believer that, you know what, sometimes, and not always, not always, but sometimes after a big high comes a big low. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it's and I don't be, care. And you can preach to the cows. Come home. Hey, get yourself ready. Hey, get yourself ready. I think it's going to be tough for Oklahoma State to get ready two I weeks in a row too. after Bedlam. I, I do. do too. I, I think that gives Baylor an edge. Um, and, and Baylor didn't play particularly well against Texas Tech. Played well enough to win, but did not play their best football. No, they didn't. Um, I, I, and, and this makes it okay. Call me a homer if you want to. I'm going Baylor in this one. Are you close? I'm going to go OSU, but close. So we'll see. I think I don't think it's a real high scoring game. I think both of these I defenses I don't either. I, I can agree with you on that. I think both of these defenses are the are the star or could be the stars of these of these games, of this game. It may come down to a field goal. It could. Boy, I like Baylor's kicker. Yeah. <laughs> uh kicks with the correct leg. Did you notice that? No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's left footed. I know. He kicks with the correct leg. He's backwards. Oh boy. Anyway. All right. So here here's the uh uh, the All Big Twelve Conference football team and individual awards have been announced. And Offensive Player of the Year, Brees Hall. That that was a little surprise to me. I know he's a dual threat and all that stuff, uh, but they finish in the middle of the pack. I, I just. I but don't sometimes know. you got to prepare for for a guy and and each and every week. I I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year goes to Jalen Petrie, a Baylor. It's good. An uh, offensive newcomer. We'll see him tomorrow. Jalen Warren from Oklahoma State. It's strange, but a senior is the newcomer. <laughs> transfer rule. Yep. Well, sophomore transfer is the defensive newcomer of the year, and that's uh, Apu Ika from Baylor, the nose guard. Mm-hmm. Nose tackle, whatever you want to call him. I still, I'm old school. I call it nose guard. Uh, special teams players, Tristan Ebner from Baylor, uh, and the uh, coach of the year, Mike Gunny. There's other awards, uh, mm-hmm. and we talked about this, and, you know, I just think from where Baylor was and, and, and where they are today, two and seven to ten and two, potentially. Look, this team could end up at the end when we're done and they're putting the shoulder pads and the helmets away, this team could be twelve and two. Could be. I mean, are you kidding me already from two and seven? That's a pretty good move. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Next year, what have you done for me lately? I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, be but careful that, what you wish for. That's it, it, they could move from two and seven to twelve and two, beat Oklahoma State and go win your bowl game. Mm-hmm. Holy moly! 
Hey, uh, you mentioned the Big 12 honors. Mm-hmm. Temple Wildcat, former Temple Wildcat, mm-hmm. Quentin Johnson, first team all Big 12. Boy, he's a player, isn't he? Man, he's something else. He was fun to cover and it just keep watching him play. And he's he's grown up. I better hang on tight, TCU, because he may be heading to the next level. So, uh, that's, again, we'll start tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. with uh, Game Day Live. And we're going to be at 1010 Collins. Invite you to come by and say hello. Uh, it's sponsored by the Office of Baylor Alumni. And like they say, the Baylor alumni people are pretty cool. It, it's not just alumni. They want family. They want friends. They want anybody that's rooting for the Bears. Come by and say hello. 1010 Collins, it's going to be right across the street from AT&T Stadium. So you can't miss us. We'll be out there. And uh, our show will start at 7 a.m. You know what time that alarm's going off there, Ward? About 3. It's uh, going to be pretty close. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I got to get up and, you know, I got to cook breakfast and then I got to go. I got to jog, the, you know, my five miles in the morning and then get ready to go. Wait for the car to pick mm. me up. The oh, that's <laughs> somebody totally. <laughs> you're laughing. Uh, of course, you're doing the UMHB Lindell game tomorrow at noon, eleven mm-hmm. thirty for the pregame. So I'm assuming that you're going to be in the stadium. But what six thirty seven? Pretty close. Yeah. What time did the, I mean? Are you literally the first one there? No, I am not the first one there. That would surprise you, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it really does surprise me. I mean, but you, but I'm yeah. I'm, I, I bet will there's be there times early. where you're waiting for them to open the gates. There has been. <laughs> so, like, open up, let me in. I, I am definitely. I got a broadcast in five hours. I'm definitely there before the gates open. So, every game, Just sitting out in the car eating those donuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm usually yanking on the gate. Hey, somebody, let me in. I want in. I got a broadcast in five hours. All right, uh, so that'll be tomorrow, by the way, on our sister station, uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. Tell me what Mary Harden – I mean, this is a challenge. Lindell's going to be a challenge. Tell me what they got to do to win the football game. they got to you know, they got to play another one of their best games of the year. I think last week was their best game offensively and defensively combined that they've put together all season long. I think they need to take another step forward, and that's what you have to do at this point in the season is to be able to do that each and every week. But this is a team that's going to come in and – uh, they, they're, you know, they're averaging 50 points a ball game. I mean, so, you know, they've got the offense to be able to do some things. You've got to be able to shut that down. I think it comes down to the, the defensive line for Mary Harden Baylor to be able to do what they do, disrupt that offense and, and put it a chance to give your playmakers a chance to make some plays on the defensive side of the ball. And on the offensive side of the ball, you've got to move the chains. You got to establish the running game. Keep you know if their offense in on the field, they're not scoring fifty points. So you've got to establish the running game, move the chains. When you get a chance in the red zone, you can't settle for field goals. You got to put it in the end zone on Saturday and, and be able to to do it that way. If they can do those three things, I think they come away with the W and move to the next round. Okay, you say move to the next round. That's the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Are they pretty much assured hosting that semifinal matchup? No, no, they're not. I mean, it's going to come down to what the NCAA wants to do, and 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 it, it you know. They have a chance to meet up against Whitewater again if Whitewater wins their game on Saturday. So There's a household name. Yeah, I mean, you know, people recognize that. And if you're a UMHB fan, you certainly recognize that. Uh, so, you know, it could be, you know, UMHB and Whitewater in the semifinals. And, you know, you'd hope that, that UMHB gets a, another opportunity to, to play a semifinal at home. I think that's huge for them. And to be able to do that so if if that comes down to it there's a good you know there's i think there's a good chance that that could happen but 
you know, again, it's the NCAA. You don't know what their thoughts may be. And so, you know, if they decide that that needs to be uh, in Whitewater, then so be it. You just go on the road and get it done. But, you know, it, it, it you may want to pack some long pants. You think? <laughs> <laughs> it might be chilly. <laughs> All right, 831, and uh, we are brought to you today and every day by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and thanks to uh, Ted Ting and his group for uh, sponsoring Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition. That's, uh, man, what a great Ram truck, and, and you can check it out with, uh, well, it's a vehicle with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of daily driving. While you're there, hey, how about taking a look at the 2021 Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever? Beautiful curves and designs. The Grand Cherokee carries itself with rugged elegance. Elegant interior, luxurious fabrics, and premium finishes, and you can drive this incredible vehicle at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Just a couple of the unbelievable deals that they're making today and every day at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They got a great selection of pre-owned vehicles as well, and of course, they got an award-winning service department. Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It was that tweet that I sent out of Lincoln Riley kicking a field goal to make it 66-33 at the end of that game against Baylor in 2018. Aaron, that thing has now been shared close to 6,000 times. Through various sources, I understand now that uh, Matt Rule enjoyed the tweet. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit caterpillar.com Waco. That's caterpillar.com Waco. Get your career started today. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Cowboys handed the Saints their fifth straight loss, 27 17, on Thursday night football. The Live Oak Falcons are the TAP's six man Division II state champions. They beat Marble Falls Faith Academy 46 41 for the title. The UIL football postseason has reached the state quarterfinals, and several Central Texas teams are in action tonight. Lorena is in Bryan to take on Die Ball, while West tangles with Mount Vernon at the Star in Frisco. China Spring travels to Tom Ball to take on West Orange Stark. At Tiger Field in Belton, Crawford goes up against Marlin, and Mart has a rematch with district rival Chilton at Midway's Panther Stadium. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And our 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. Now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. They offer a great benefit package and outstanding starting pay. You can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Let's talk Cowboy football. Let's bring in Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys. Kyle, good morning. How are you, my friend? Well, I'm a lot better now that I get to hear that song after a Cowboys win. It's been a couple weeks since I've had a chance to, to kind of really get the full effect of having that song playing and as the intro. Bottom line is the Cowboys won the football game, but again, there's some concerns. Uh, what were your overall thoughts of the, uh, of the football game? Well, first off, there's no such thing as an ugly win, right? I mean, that's what John Madden used to say, and that's the, the, the truth about the NFL, especially when you play on the road. I mean, there's no such thing as an easy win in the NFL at any point at this time, or at least in the, the, the history of the league. It's not easy to get a win on the road, especially in a place like the, the Seattle Superdome, or excuse me, not the Superdome. What am I talking about? The the Superdome down in, uh, in New Orleans. But the, the, the biggest thing about last night, is that it showed you that your defense can win you football games. And I think that's super encouraging because, of course, over the last couple of years, the Cowboys have not had that as a fact. The, the defense has not been able to win you football games. You relied on your offense. But on days like yesterday, where the Cowboys' offense does have their fair share of struggles, and I, I think that it's all fixable 
struggles, and we'll I'm sure touch on that here coming up in just a couple of minutes. But I think overall the defense showed that when the offense isn't on, they're still good enough to get the job done. They're still good enough to lead you to victories, and that wasn't a very good uh, Seattle team. I mean, uh, New Orleans team. They are missing multiple pieces down with the Saints, but uh, they they took care of business. They got down there. They did what they needed to do, and they never really felt like they had that game lost. I, I felt like even as sloppy as it was from an offensive standpoint, you never felt like the game was in danger. You always kind of had it in hand, and I think that's something to keep in mind when you look back at that 27-17 win. Kyle, has Killamore taken a step back? Uh, you know, that's hard to say because I think his creativity certainly has. And, and you could argue that it's because he's been limited. You could say it's because guys like Ezekiel Elliott are hurt um, and not available. Uh, at least he's been available, but he's not been Zeke. I mean, you look at even the runs that he had, some of his longer runs yesterday, and he just doesn't look like he's healthy. Um, and I, I don't think you could really look at anybody who knows Ezekiel Elliott and say, hey, that guy – is 100% uh, where he's at at the moment, and I, I just don't see that being the case. I think he's he's a guy who uh, really wants to be able to cut. He wants to be able to take those those lanes, and he hasn't had a single good look uh, or good run over the last couple of weeks. And I think when he's not available, when he's not healthy, I think it severely limits your offense. But I think that's also a point for the offensive coordinator to to really up his game to up his creativity, especially one that is calling card is the creativity on the offensive side of the football. So I think you can kind of blame it both ways. You can say, of course, Kellen Moore needs to be better, but at the same time, his one of his key pieces is definitely playing hurt, trying to tough it out. But at the same time, that's really hindering the offense and what they're able to do. Over the last six games, the Cowboys offense has averaged 93.7 yards on the ground, where they normally average about 130 on the ground. So there is a significant drop-off. And I was just looking at the stat sheet this morning. Kyle, Tony Pollard, seven carries. Uh, doesn't that workload, particularly as you point out with Zeke, uh, not as healthy as, as, as you'd like for him to be, doesn't Pollard's workload have to increase some? See, and that's kind of what I was alluding to is the fact that you're, if you're, your number one guy's out, why is he getting 13 carries if he's not looking healthy? Why is he the one with 13 carries where Tony Pollard's the one with seven? And a lot of that is wearing down a defense and running into the teeth of a defense. And even some of those runs where Zeke doesn't necessarily look healthy, it, a lot of it is setting up something coming later on either in that drive or in the ball game. So, I think that might be the one excuse you have with that. But you saw the explosiveness from Tony Pollard last night, a 58-yard touchdown run that really helped the offense finally find a little bit of rhythm. Uh, other than that, I think your offense was pretty stale all the way through the game. So I think it's huge that he gets more involved in the offense, either as a receiver, as a, as a running back, doesn't really matter. Get him involved because when he's involved, good things happen. Kyle, how good is Micah Parsons? Um, phenomenal. Are you kidding me? Ten sacks now, and he just runs around the field. And you can see in the early drives of that game how much having Demarcus Lawrence back helps out that team from a fundamental standpoint of having two guys to, to be able to rush the passer. Early in the year, it was Randy Gregory and Micah Parsons. This time, 
Uh, now it's it's Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons. And I think that's some of the things that uh, you've been waiting to see from this Cowboys defense and the fact that now they're able to get it done and they're two guys back. Hopefully you have Randy Gregory coming back pretty soon as well. And then all of a sudden you're firing on all cylinders from your pass rush. And you, you mentioned pass rush, which also helps on the back end. And we all, hey, look, we all get the Saints were, were banged up and they're banged up all over the board. And Taysom Hill makes his first start and all that. But four picks. I mean, that secondary got after it last night. Well, not only the secondary, but you had your D lineman <laughs> with a pick in a, and a trip to the house. <laughs> You're exactly right. I mean, we had a big man touchdown last night. They, they already started calling it the thick six, y'all. I mean, that, that's pretty impressive to see Carlos Watkins get up there and make a play like that. And I think that's that's the thing is, is this defense builds off of confidence. This defense builds when they start making plays around each other. Nobody wants to be left out. And I think you saw that again last night because as soon as DeMonte KZ has a pick, then you turn around, hey, Trayvon Diggs has a pick. Then you have Carlos Watkins with his pick. And can we talk about the most impressive one of the night and what Jaron Curse was able to do wow. on the far side? Goodness gracious, what a play. I mean, him along with Michael Gallup, the toe drag swag was just off the charts last night down in New Orleans, and they were able to get the job done on multiple occasions. But you're right. I thought there were plenty of times throughout the ball game where this offense, or excuse me, where the, the Saints offense just never got going because the secondary was able to step, step up and make a play. Even Anthony Brown had a couple swats of a football to, to force an incompletion, and that, that was big for their confidence moving forward. Kyle, it's understandable, but does it look like Dak is pressing just a little bit to you? Uh, I think yes. It, it definitely looks to be that that way. I mean, I think he's had a couple games where he makes just the phenomenal throw straight up whiff on a couple, and I think that's something that happened last night. There were a couple throws that he made that were just phenomenal. I mean, the one over the middle to C.D. Lamb in a tight window, the one over the top mm -hmm. to Michael Gallup in the back of the end zone. He made some phenomenal throws last night. But then he had a couple that he just come, came up empty on, and he completely whiffed on. And I, I think that's something to keep in mind moving forward is how much is that shoulder injury bothering him from earlier in the season? How much is he dealing with that calf? I mean, not running the football a whole lot and, not willing to take a ton of chances. I think that's those are both bothering him uh, to a fundamental standpoint. So uh, I think keep that in mind whenever you're watching Dak Prescott. But last night he was it was a gutsy performance because you saw that his best stuff wasn't necessarily on the table, but he was still able to put together a pretty good stat line and lead that offense at least enough to get a victory. Could you tell uh, that there were many changes or many – any different looks because McCarthy wasn't there and, and they had a couple of O-line coaches that weren't there. Could you could you sense the difference? Not not really. Uh, I think the biggest thing, because they still went for it on fourth and two in their, in their own territory, kind of where you would expect to. Um, then you turn around and I, I think the biggest difference was in the middle of that third quarter before the Tony Pollard run, before the 58-yarder, that offensive line was struggling. I mean, that offensive line was was holding 
uh, I mean, they were being held at bay. They were losing that battle at the line of scrimmage to a, a really good Saints front seven that still even was depleted, but still guys like Cam Jordan, Demario Davis. I mean, those are guys that are very good at what they do, and they were certainly giving the offensive line fits yesterday. I think that's where you wanted guys like uh, a Joe Philbin and a, and a Jeff Blasco. These are guys that are also on the COVID list. Uh, for the offensive line coaching staff. So I think having those guys back would have paid dividends at that moment in the football game. Uh, but uh, nothing outside of that. I don't really see anything else that Mike McCarthy would have done differently than Dan Quinn. Um, and even Dan said it after the game. He's like, all right, that was fun. Now let me get back to being a defensive coordinator. We need Mike McCarthy to be healthy again. Uh, so I think he enjoyed himself. But at the same time, everybody wants Mike back. And uh, he's their leader. That's the thing is, is a lot of people don't give him enough credit of, of, for what this turnaround has meant to this Cowboys organization. I think he deserves a ton of it. Um, and, and the way that he leads that team is, is different than what anybody else on that coaching staff is able to do. How bad does this team need these 10 days off? Oh, man, they need it bad. I mean, you know, you know this about any NFL team at this point in the regular season is – hey, uh, everybody's got something. Everybody's got some sort of ailment, some sort of nick, some sort of injury. And 10 days off at this point is huge. And Mike McCarthy actually spoke about it uh, a couple weeks ago, talking about how this was an important week is to, to get the win in, in New Orleans on the road and then kind of right yourself both from a physical and a mental standpoint for a stretch where – the majority of your games, four of your final five, are against your your division. I mean, you play Washington twice in the next three games. Uh, you play New York on the road. You play Washington on the road. And then, of course, you conclude the season in Philadelphia on the road. you got to get yourself right, both from a physical standpoint, but I think also just kind of fixing some of those issues, especially on the offensive side of the football, are huge at this point if the Cowboys are going to be any kind of successful in the final month of the season. Kyle, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We do appreciate your time, and thanks for the uh, the information today, and, and look forward to visiting with you soon. Absolutely, guys. Y'all have fun. Thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. That is Kyle Yeomans with the Cowboys here on the program. It is 848. We're uh, Desert Minutes now in front of 9 o'clock. Let's take a second and talk about Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Good feet, your home for the three-step arch support system. We're talking about uh, a, a total body wellness program and featuring premier pain relief products. And you're saying, well, I don't know. I mean, my back's been hurting, but, uh, you know, that has nothing. To yes, it might. Uh, it, it very well could. I mean, uh, it could be your knees, your hips, your back. All of that could be related to your arch support system. Uh, and so why not Why not check out Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace? The consultation, it's free. The fitting, it's free. All of that information is free to you, and, and then you make a determination of whether it's right for you. It's that simple. And I mentioned three-step arch support system. They have a strengthener, which does – I mean, and, and listen, these things do exactly what they say. Strengthener maintainer and then a relaxer that's the that's the program for you in a nutshell 350 different sizes 25 different styles they're open seven days a week monday through saturday from 10 until 6 and then sundays noon until 5 check them out in the central texas marketplace near cabela's we're talking about good feet of waco 
recently on Game Time. You know, obviously Demarcus Lawrence left after the first week. Randy Gregory's been in and out. Brent Urban was placed on injured reserve a few weeks ago. Back in the preseason, when the Cowboys visited the Arizona Cardinals, they lost defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, who's, you know, clearly the best defensive tackle. And so he hasn't played at all so far this season. That's their starting four. Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Brent Urban, Randy Gregory. And they have never had all four of them together. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Leon River Mercantile is your locally owned and operated small business, serving the greater Central Texas area for all your western wear, boots, gifts, workwear, and tack items. They feature thousands of styles of western wear for men, women, and children from popular brands like Ariat, Brighton, Sense, Corral, Hey Dude, Huey, Justin, Lucchese, Miss Me, Resist All, Twisted X, and Wrangler. Leon River Mercantile in Gatesville and early at leonriver.com and find them on Facebook. John Morris here telling you all about our friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Alumacraft Boats and Mercury Outboards, has boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from the number one fishing and family fun boats by Alumacraft, powered by best-in-class Mercury Outboard. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. With the holidays right around the corner, your extra spending doesn't have to cost you more. The new Mars Rewards Checking Account from InCommons Bank is the perfect choice for the holiday season. Use your debit card to earn rewards and refer friends to get money back in your pocket. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com Mars. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Cowboys handed the Saints their fifth straight loss, 27-17, on Thursday night football. The Live Oak Falcons are the TAP's six-man Division II state champions. They beat Marble Falls Faith Academy 46-41 for the title. The UIL football postseason has reached the state quarterfinals, and several Central Texas teams are in action tonight. Lorena is in Bryan to take on Die Ball, while West tangles with Mount Vernon at the Star in Frisco. China Spring travels to Tomball to take on West Orange Stark. At Tiger Field in Belton, Crawford goes up against Marlin, and Mart has a rematch with district rival Chilton at Midway's Panther Stadium. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 8.54 as we uh, move through here on a Friday morning. 
congratulations to Baylor Volleyball. Number five seed, Baylor Volleyball uh, defeated uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi last night. Three love in that deal. They're now 21-5, and five, and uh, uh, they'll, uh, they'll go at it again today uh, in the uh, NCAA tournament. So uh, a, a good start for uh, for Baylor as they get it done last night uh, over Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, let's see what else is uh, going on here this uh, th- this morning. Notre Dame is uh, will announce Marcus Freeman as their new head coach. Uh, the press conference will be on Monday, so uh, I guess they're going to wait and see. Uh, what, see if they're in the college football <laughs> playoffs the, first. See, see if they're in the CFP. But yeah, their DC Marcus Freeman is the uh, is the new head coach there. So there you go. I, and I meant to talk about this the other day, but I didn't get to it. Wednesday morning, last a uh, couple of days ago, uh, college football playoff staff members uh, at a hotel in Grapevine. Here we go with Grapevine again. Uh, got together, and it looked like they were going to put. Uh, you know, go, they were getting ready to make the announcement of the the uh, expansion of the football playoff. Well, something happened, and and they had to to stop the announcement. Uh, they were ready to go. I mean, they were literally wore. They were putting up banners, you know, the uh, CFP banners for the background. They were bringing in cameras and microphones and all that, and then uh, they threw on the brakes. Yeah, a couple of them decided that they weren't in conjunction with it, and decided that they weren't going to vote yes for it. So they decided, okay, well, we're just going to call it off then, and we'll come back and reconvene. Uh, and you know, look, if you're a college football fan. You're hoping Alabama and Georgia both get in the top four because that may force their hand. Yeah, so they uh, they plan to meet again uh, during the uh, college football playoffs uh, and uh, the championship game, and I think that's in Indianapolis. So there you go. All right, uh, Baylor football has uh, released its schedule for 2022. Now, is there a bowl game involved in early 2022 in January? See, that's, that's – yeah, you I see what, what I'm you saying? Did there. Yeah, you see what I'm talking about? All right, here we go. Louisiana Tech on September the 3rd at BYU. Texas State uh, at home on the 17th, the 24th of September. It's at Iowa State to open up conference play. October the 1st, Oklahoma State in town. October the 13th at West Virginia. October the 22nd, KU in Waco. Uh, October the 29th at Tech. November the 5th at Oklahoma. November the 12th, Kansas State. November the 19th, TCU. November the 26th at Texas. Oklahoma and Texas is going to be on the schedule? Mm. That's a great question. Just, hey, I think, just curious. I think so. I, I don't. One final year? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see it lasting to 2025 by any stretch of the imagination. No, I don't either. I, I, I expect them to be there next year. There you go. That's a tough road schedule. Yes, indeed it is. The, uh, the SEC Big 12 Women's Basketball Challenge continues for uh, this Saturday when Missouri will take on Baylor. That is a 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 for our broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. So basically what we're going to do for you is tomorrow at 7 a.m. we'll have game day live, followed by uh, the, uh, the pregame show, the network pregame show. Uh, and uh, the uh, the tailgate show at 9, and then at 11, it's the game. After the game, over on Star 104.9, we will have men's basketball, and then at 6.30, back here on ESPN, we'll have women's basketball. That's that's what we got lined up for you tomorrow, so it should be a, should be a fun one. All right, uh, the uh, Greeny program is coming up next. Then at 3 o'clock, it's John Morse. At 4 o'clock, it's Matt Mosley. And then we're back tonight to bring you Mart and Chilton right here on ESPN Central Texas. That's going to do it for us. For Ward, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening, and see you tonight. 
Recently on the John Moore Show. Who, if you had a vote, who would be the Big 12 Coach of the Year oh, this year? Easily be Coach Aranda. Uh, like, no question, no, right? No, no question. No question. After, after yeah. two and seven last year, there, there would be no question. That All right, be. so the Big 12 coaches, the coaches vote for uh, Big 12 honors, player of the year, coach of the year, offense, defense, all that came out today. Mm-hmm. Mike Gundy is the Big 12 coach of the year. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 